And now, ladies and gentlemen, proud to present the Ed and Bob Show, number 160. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. to you. To who? And you and me. Good morning. <laughs> there it is. I like that. Oh, me. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. We are back. It's uh, the Ed and Bob Show. We are back. We're live and in color, I guess. So uh, I'm, I'm Bobby Zed. This is number 160. It's the 1st of April, uh, or right around the 1st of April. And it's, uh, it's not April Fool's. We're really here. And it's, it's yeah. no kidding, right? Yeah. So did you do April Fool's Day? No, not in any, not like I used to. You know, you, we always did that stuff when the kids, we had kids in the house, but uh, I haven't really tried to fool anybody because uh, anymore, if you tried to fool anybody, they go, well, that's probably about right. Well, I, yeah. I remember Bobby and Claude used to do April Fool's Day, and they would, what they would do, they would, they would take uh, uh, the, the, the staff from one station, you know, the air staff from like, yeah. uh, one station and put it on IVK in the morning. Oh my God! Oh my God! People gosh. tune in. They'd... <laughs> oh my gosh! They said, "Where's my station? What happened here?" <laughs> oh, that would be that would be pretty bizarre. Nobody would do that anymore, would they? No, gosh, no. I remember when DJs would try to stay awake for days and all of that. Yeah. No it's... interest in that kind of stuff. Got that buddy. right. That's just antics. We, we want real stuff now. We want you to go out and do like Jackass the movie or something. So, all right, let's get this number 160 underway, Ed. And uh, you've always got news you, that uh, you like to share with us. Anything you've seen in the news that caught your eye? Well, not a whole lot here, but I'll tell you, I think that the, what's going on in this country right now is pretty remarkable, actually. With the, and I can't believe that COVID is back to the area that it is now. If I see that Fushi guy on TV again, I'll scream. <laughs> I mean, this now they're talking about a fourth, a fourth booster shot. Wow. Four Would you will, will you take it? No, I honestly won't. I'm I'm over this. I'm really over it. And and you know now I noticed that Knox County schools don't make the kids wear a mask anymore, and that just stopped recently. But yeah. it, it, they will. They'll just start it again. And it, it's, it's just, I mean, just let it go. Let it go. Just forget about it. Get rid of that guy. Let it go. It'll well, be you all know, right. You, you bring up an interesting question there, too, that, um, you know, if, if you had to take a vaccine every couple of months to live, how many people would really say, I ain't doing that. That ain't the way really? I'm going to live my life. That's exactly right. You are There's exactly one right. thing to getting a flu shot, you know, yeah. once a year. I mean, people will do that, but still a lot of people don't do that. Um, and, and, you know, you get the mumps and rubella shots and all these things when you're a kid. That's a, and that's a one-time only thing pretty much, isn't it? Unless, well, you get right. a tetanus shot every five years or whatever. But, but if every couple of months you got to go get a shot for something, I just don't know that you can get everybody on board for that. No, I don't think you can. I don't think, man, I don't think there's a lot of people on board for the third shot. Now, it, it, I think a lot of people did get on board for the first two, but I think this third shot, is, and the fourth especially, good gracious. 
Well, my you wife will be the first person in line to get her fourth shot. You're and kidding. It, no, and if they're lining up the fifth and sixth shot, she'll go ahead and sign up for it. Well, my wife will too. Of course, she's a nurse, but she yeah. thinks it's that important. But I'm telling you, I'm, I don't think it's true. I just think that you can. Now, I, flu shots, I agree with flu shots. I did, I did, let's see, what was it? There was it the, uh, oh, the, oh gosh, what flu was it? The uh, swine flu or yeah, the pig swine flu, flu or the, the swine flu. bird flu or the. Yeah. <laughs> I told my kids, I said, I'm not eating any more barbecue. <laughs> they, said, <laughs> they said, why not? I said, well, you get that swine flu. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, they they believe you? The, yeah, they still talk about it. All it's right. funny what they'll believe. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we. Uh, uh, what else in the news has caught your eye, Ed? Anything in particular? No, not much. I'm... Uh, you know, we just kind of well, going through. Well, let me spring, let me you know. ask you this question then, because um, what about this uh, guy that now says he's a girl and is winning all the NCAA swim meets? Well, they're going to have to stop that. You just can't let that go on. Because well, but, but are we being unfair to him or her? Yeah, absolutely. I, I but just that's okay. That's the way it is. I, I hate it for the kids. That have, I mean, you can't go back and redo some of these races. I mean, it's gone or anything. But I just, I don't, I, I just shake my head. I don't, I don't know what the hell's wrong have with this world. Have you seen him? Have you seen him? A yeah, big, him? big old guy. I mean, he looks like a wrestler. Yeah. Good gracious. I, I, mean, I just, I don't know. I, do, I, I, I mean, when, when all of a sudden, God no longer is deciding whether you're male or female. I just think there's something wrong with the world. I mean, we're headed to, I think we're headed down a, a, a terrible direction that, uh, you know, God created this earth. And, and uh, if you don't think he can take it away in a heartbeat, you need to think again. You got that right. Amen, That's brother. Just, just my opinion. So, all right. Um, well, let's uh, tell everybody what um, you, the topic of the day today is, Ed, because I got a feeling it's going to be a lengthy subject. And then you've got a sponsor. Is World War Three beginning? Are we at the start of World War Three? Mm. Is it already started? And we just now catching up with it. So that's our topic of today. And our lines are open. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 1-800-EDBOB-TALK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone, everyone has a thought on that subject, though. That's why yeah. I said that. I no bet people who would never call before would talk, call and talk about that. Yeah. All right, my sponsor is the folks at Weigel's Kitchen. They're very nice people down at Weigel's. And, and uh, we're going to talk about, let's see, we talked about breakfast last time. So let's talk about uh some other meals this time, like sandwiches, pizza, salads. They've got all kinds of stuff to eat. So you don't have to go in just for breakfast. But in sandwiches, they've got chicken, the burgers, the barbecue, all the way, grilled cheese, subs, anything else that you can put together to satisfy that craving, they'll do it for you. Barbecue pork ribs, barbecue pulled pork sandwiches, chicken junior sandwiches, chicken bacon ranch. I, there's about 40 different sandwich sandwiches that you can choose from. This is on their menu. Pizza. You can available whole, whole pizza or buy by the slice. Flavors include cheese, pepperoni, supreme, sausage, Hawaiian, all the meats, cheeseburger pizza. 
salads. They got salads. Sometimes making that healthy lunch at home just doesn't happen, so they've got it covered for you. They've got the Garden Club salad at Weigel's. Weigel's mm. has kitchens. They don't only just sell bath, uh, gas and cigarettes. They have a kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I thought they just had, you know, uh, somebody back there with all the, the beer up in the corner, but there's yeah. kitchens back there. Yeah, and people working back there making things. So you just walk up and say, I want something to eat. You know, yep. They got menus. It's online, too. You can pick your menu out online if you like. But listen to these cheeseburger selections. Double cheeseburger, bacon cheeseburger, Italian cheeseburger. You ever had Ooh. an Italian cheeseburger? No, I want one now. Yeah. Okay. Visit wow. Michaels and check it out. That sounds interesting. I love it. All right, Ed, uh, this is the Ed and Bob Show. And the topic of the day is, uh, is World War III beginning? And is this Putin of Russia pure evil? Has he been setting us up for years as he's uh, getting older? He's in his 60s, headed towards 70. He's been around for 22 years as the head of Russia. I don't even know how he got to be where he is. But... Um, you know, and, we, and we've got, Ed and I read this article from this Fiona Hill. She uh, has studied Putin for decades, as long as he's been around, probably knows him better than anybody uh, that's in the U.S. And, um, buddy, she basically says we're, uh, World War III has already started. Yeah. I can't believe the Russian people want to go along with that. I, just, I don't think I they just... do. Well, the ones that say something get end up in jail. I mean, that's yep. like, I mean, that is as close to communism or, well, or, you know, it, it just doesn't sound right to me. Back, you know, here's the thing. This this does go back further than I thought. I, did, I had no idea that, that it goes back to 2007 when he put the world and certainly Europe on notice. He said that Moscow would not accept any further expansion of NATO. And then yep. within the year, in 2008, NATO gave an open door to Georgia and Ukraine. And it, it, that's where it started. And so from there on, it's just, it's just been a real risk of some kind of preemptive Russian military action. Not just confined to the annexation of Crimea, but much larger action against Ukraine Georgia. And of course, four months after NATO's Bucharest, Bucharest summit, there was an invasion of Georgia. And there wasn't an invasion of Ukraine back then, though. But they, that's just been awful, what's been going on over there. I mean, they're bombing kids. It's just awful. You know, I think he sees NATO as uh, uh, a threat, and therefore he didn't want it to get any bigger than it was. And But he was. I think he was scared to do anything while Trump was in office because I think he saw Trump as... Um, fearless as he is in the fact that, hey, don't mess with me. I, there's no telling what I'll do. And sometimes I think you almost need a little bit of that in a leader. And I think he saw uh, Biden as somebody, he's too afraid to do anything. Mm -hmm. He's a 30-year uh, career politician who wants to die as a politician, and, and he's not going to do anything to rock the boat. Mm -hmm. Putin this lady says Putin is not afraid to do anything to get his way. 
and he's going to to try instead of these places joining NATO, he wants them back in the Russian fold or, or whatever his name is for this Russian empire, empire that he yeah. is is trying to put back together. I think mm -hmm. he sees Ukraine as the building block on that or, or a big part of it. I agree. But he's destroying the country. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he, you know, there's 10 million people have left the country. 10 million. Mm. Imagine that. I think he's not afraid of destroying every building there because then it's really not a threat. And, and he would rather see these little bitty cities spring up than a whole Ukraine country. Mm because they would all be dependent on someone and he wants them all to be dependent upon Russia. So if, if you think he's going, and this, this girl that is this expert on him says, if you think he's going to stop there, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. He wants a Russian world. I mean, he really does. And, and she even said, you know, it may sound foolish, but during all this, uh, COVID stuff, she thinks he's gone back and looked at the maps of Russia from a long ago and saw what they used to be, and he wants it back. Mm -hmm. He wants it back like it was. He wants everybody depending on Russia in the European area there, and um, then have these few little things like the UK and you know Spain and some other places and, and Morocco and all those other places there. And he wants to have the Russian Empire controlling Europe. And it's, uh, listen, if it, and she says this. She says, if we don't stand up to him now, there's no telling what you're going to end up with facing in another 10 years from now. Well, I agree with that. And, and also, I, I think that, you know, we were talking about Trump. I think if it, if if Trump were in office today, he would have given uh, the country to Putin. He would just sit here. You can have it. Now leave us alone um, and, and negotiated that. He, I don't know that he would have gone to war with them for over that. And he might not have had to, to be honest with him. But the, this, it's an interesting thing. It, and, it, and our kids are going to be in bad doo-doo. Here's a, the, you know, the, they were interviewing her and they said, do you think we're close to a nuclear conflict? And listen carefully, folks. This is what this expert on Putin said. Now, and she's worked for both Democrats and Republicans, but she has studied Putin for uh, 30 years. She says, basically, we are already there. Putin has said quite explicitly in recent days that if anybody interferes in Ukraine, they will be met with a response that they've never had in history. Mm -hmm. He has put Russia's nuclear forces on high alert. So, yes, he's made it very clear, nuclear weapons are on the table. Mm. Wow. Even they said, she said when he was talking to Trump before and told Trump uh, that he had hypersonic missiles, Trump told him, well, we will get them too. He said, well, yeah, you may get them eventually, but I've got them now. And uh, this, you were telling me about these hypersonic missiles. All of a sudden I've heard about them, but I didn't know what they were. 
Tell everybody a little bit about hypersonic missiles. Well, after I started hearing about it in the news, I kind of looked it up to see what it was. And what it is, it's a missile that can carry a nuclear warhead or just a regular warhead. And it, the, the thing about the hypersonic is that there's the speed that it travels. It travels up to four times the speed of sound. God. So just, just imagine that there's no other, there's no other vessel in the, in the world that could travel that fast. Uh, airplanes certainly don't. And there's nothing else that can travel that fast. I don't even know. It probably outbeat a, a bullet. <laughs> Are you so, surprised that uh, Russia is the only place that has hypersonic missiles? Did we not think it was important? Have we have we let our military drop to a, a level that's not acceptable? Yes, I agree. I think so. We're not, and, and now we're right back in the Cold War, just as fast as you can get in it. We're in it. And it's going to be a lot of buildup of weapons and a lot of buildup of everything. And we've been focusing on North Korea. Yeah. And I don't think... And, and China. I, yeah, and China. And I don't think that's where the focus was. Uh, North Korea is, is just, you know, it's, it's somebody likes to pound their chest and, and show those girls marching and stuff. But I think, I think this is very serious here because obviously he's already starting to invade countries. And if I was a country around his borders, I'd be scared to death right now. And they this, don't um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I said they don't have anybody to defend them. America's not going to come over there and do it. And I don't know that we should. Yeah. So it's, it's um, you know, it's going to change the, the whole face of the world. Well, this uh, expert on Putin, they, they asked her, said, uh, do you think that Putin would use nuclear weapons? She said, if you want to think about it, he's already done it. Um, Russia operatives, his spies, poisoned um, Alexander Levinetko with radioactive plutonium and basically turned him into a human dirty bomb that was spread all around London, every place this guy went, and he died of a horrible death. Right. Then they've already used weapons-grade nerve agents called Novikoch, and they've used it several times. They've used it in England. Uh, where they put it all over a doorknob of Sergei Serpral and his daughter, and just touching that uh, killed them, killed him, and it said it could have killed um, thousands of people. They mm. put it in a perfume bottle oh, in no. their house. Yeah, and mm. uh, they had actually uh, put that in a, a charity donation box. And luckily, it was it was found. But you know, uh, they're not afraid. They, she says Putin's not afraid to use any weapon at his disposal. Otherwise, why have it? Right. Is the way he looks at it. Mm -hmm. Well, do you believe that? Do you believe that the Russians have been defeated militarily wise in, in Croatia uh, on the ground? I mean, I know they're dominating in the air. They're, they're, they're the only ones in the air, but. Well, no, I, I see what you're saying. And I think the thing is that he doesn't have to have all the countries. He just needs to cause them to, to scatter somewhat. He needs a certain amount of them to lose parts of some of their cities is fine. It doesn't have to be the entire country. Right. And she compared him to Hitler. If you want to, you know, there's people comparing him to Hitler now, and she does that too, saying that uh, if you compare what 
um, Hitler did and how the German business uh, success uh, during those times helped basically aid Hitler that we are basically companies that are doing business with Russia now that never did with them before is basically enabling him the way Hitler was enabled. Well, that's true. Yeah, there you go. I mean, people, you know, after Russia fell, everybody said, oh, you know, now they got natural resources, they got gas and oil, and we'll do business with them now. Maybe they'll be a friendly country. Mm. Well, that hadn't happened. And I think a lot of people are stunned now. They, I think people, a lot of people thought that, you know, the Cold War, World War I, World War II, we've learned our lesson. We're not going to do that again. We're not going to repeat history, Ed. We're too smart for that now. <laughs> so we're all going to get along and sing kubaya, and there's not going to be any more evil in the world. Uh, there'll be some kooks here and there, but we'll just slowly get rid of them. They will never get any kind of control of a country or nuclear weapons. Well, what happened? Guess Where'd what? that go? Yeah, that's true. I, I tend to agree with her that, you know, when you go back and you look at World War One, World War Two, and what started it, I think I'm afraid that World War Three. they'll look back 30 years from now and say, you know, it started with Russia invading Ukraine. That's my fear. Mm-hmm and him trying to push NATO back. So, uh, yeah, NATO is actually the biggest enemy that he has. He, he hates it. But our, NATO's not doing anything, Ed. And, and no. we, these, these, these uh, things we've done to supposedly uh, put them in a bubble, I th- it may be either too late or it's not enough. She says it's not enough by any means. Uh, the things they're doing to think they're going to stop him. I mean, there's still a lot of companies doing a lot of business in Russia. I mean, people have pensions and stuff tied up in investments in Russia. Mm. And they say, well, if we pull out uh, all our investment in Russia, you know, China will just move in. Who cares? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, don't give, I don't give a damn. China can have Russia. But I, if we sit there and fatten his wallet, we're making a terrible mistake. Oh, my God. So I how do we can't. stop this, Ed? How, what's what's going to be the answer? Well, I guess he's going to have to die. It's the only thing I can think of. Well, I've heard people, uh, is it okay for people to say, I hope somebody assassinates Putin. And I even heard people putting a, a, a dollar number on his head if somebody will assassinate him. Is that, is that the way we should solve problems? Well, sometimes you have to, Bob. I mean, that Just, may be the only way that we can because it's obvious that whatever he says rules Russia. It's not a, it's not a, a committee. It's not a uh, Congress that's ruling Russia, it's Putin. He's he's in charge of the whole thing. And he'll be there. He'd had the laws changed in Russia so he could be in power till 2036 when he's got out and knows how old he'd be then. I mean, well in his 80s. But um, he's put all of his opponents in jail 
So there's nobody going to run against him in 2024. No. no. And this is doesn't this remind you of what Hitler did in German, Nazi Germany? Yeah. Exactly. It's the same plan. So we should learn from history. No, we don't. No, we don't. Uh, you know, history repeats itself. And here we are sitting here with some crazy son of a bitch across the world who's got hypersonic missiles with nuclear warheads that, as you said earlier today, you'll never see it or hear it coming. No, not until it explodes. You won't know it. I'll bet it, I don't even know if it'd show up on radar. You'll say, what is that thing? You know, zooming along. I don't know. It's amazing. Mm-mm-mm. Well, um, I guess this is something now we got to start watching this, but uh, let's go back to this. Is it okay if somebody assassinates him? Can we say that? Or are we bad people if we're saying we want somebody to kill Putin? No, I think we're good people, but they, I don't think the public is quite to that level yet. I think they're in awe of what's going on over there, but it's not part of their everyday thoughts and, and what's going on. I, I think they're, you know, they're, they're not to that point yet. They will be. I really believe that. You know, there were, there were, back during World War II, there was a whole host of British politicians who admired Hitler's strength and his power for doing what great powers do. Right. Does that not sound familiar? Oh, and, yeah. and it was the history of World War II. A lot of people around Europe became Nazi Germany sympathizers before the invasion of Poland. And it's, it, you know, it's about the same thing. People are just saying, well, he's, he's a great guy. I think I heard Trump say that. But it, it's, it's, he's not. He's poison. He's the devil. Mm-mm-mm. Well, I don't know what, uh, I don't know where we go from here uh, and, and what, what's going to happen. But for our, our country's sake, our kids' sakes, our relatives' sakes, uh, I hope that uh, somebody can. Uh, get enough people to get, but as she said in this thing, I'll kind of wrap up what she said with this. She said the entire world has to come together to stop him. It won't be NATO. Oh no. No, And it won't be the United Nations. Won't be any of that because Russia can veto anything in the United Nations. Anything that they do, he can veto it. His man there just says, if I veto, and if there's one veto, that's the end of it. So that's not going to happen. And uh, you're right. Got to do something else. That's why I say, (laughs) you know, if he can't talk, you don't have to worry about him. But, boy, he's sure laying it on now. Do you think there's somebody right behind him ready to step into his shoes? I I guess so. I don't know. But I think there's some people behind him who will change. There's, There's more opposition to him in Russia than I think we know. Uh, because they, they put them all in jail and they keep them quiet, lock them up. And it's, it's uh, you know, I, holy, did you see that girl on TV at the newscast? And she held up that sign behind the news presenter. Huh. Oh, it's, it's amazing. This Russian girl walked out on the set of a Russian newscast and she, she was saying, it's all lies. It's all lies. And that's what, it, that's what the card said that she was holding up. And, and I thought, now that's, that's brave. That is brave, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not, that is very brave. And, and they, didn't, they didn't 
they, they arrested her, but they, I think she's back out again. But, you know, you know what's going to happen to her. She'll get poisoned or something. But it, it's, it, that was very brave. And I think the people over there that are working with this, most of them are pretty brave about it in their minds. But I don't know if it's, it's not really for us to decide. It really isn't. Well, are there enough people that are willing to sacrifice their life to stop him? Well, if we go in there, it's World War III. There's no doubt about it. All we have to do is send one airplane, and it's World War III. Or one soldier, it's World War III. And I don't think Putin cares. That may just give him the, the, the power that he's looking for. So I think we're right that we have to. This isn't the time for us to do anything like that. Not yet. We might someday, but I don't think this is the time to do it, because I sure don't want World War III. Mm-mm-mm. Then, uh, hey, Ed, okay, what else we got from the mailbox? Fossey from, Fossey? Fossey? <laughs> Fossey. Okay, old Fossey. Fossey says, says, what's the safest city on earth to live? This is from an oh. insurance company study, which is probably metropolitan areas, but what do you think, I Bob? think I think number one is Knoxville, Tennessee. Woohoo! Am I right? Yeah. Well, it's probably bigger than Knoxville. <laughs> well, um, this is an interesting list. Um, it, it does come from uh, insurance company lists, like you said, that, um, you know, I guess from claims and things like that. But um, uh, the uh, number 10 is Rome. That surprises me because I think there's a lot of crooks running around Rome. Uh, Berlin, number nine. Hong Kong, number eight. Barcelona, number seven. I find that hard to believe. Yeah, true. Uh, Spain, a scary place. Uh, London, number six. Well, I mean, the police there don't carry guns, Ed. They don't. It's all safe. They right? do now, don't they? Oh, they do? I don't, maybe so. I, I think know. they hide them in their pants leg. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the top five? Let them have it. Sydney, Australia is number five, and number four, Singapore. Ooh, they got all the money over there. Yeah, number three is Tokyo. I'm, I'm sure that is a pretty safe area. Uh, I'd and say you're right. number two, Amsterdam. That's where they're smoking that wacky weed, isn't it? Yeah, making those diamonds. <laughs> and the number one safest city of this insurance thing is Montreal. Well, will you buy that? No, I don't buy it. Fossey, you can go to Montreal and you'll feel safe. Just walk around and say, no, no, don't try to rob me. This is a safe city. You will need to go to another city. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but there's your answer, Fossey. Yeah. I hope you can make something out of that. But if you were, uh, Ed, if you were, what do you think the uh, safest city in the United States is? What would be your guess? I don't know. I'm just wondering. What's your thoughts? I think Salt Lake City, something like that. Oh, that's a good guess. I, I yeah. spent a month there. It is a very, very nice city, and uh, and the people are so nice. Most of them are Mormons. Yeah, I uh, think Austin, Texas, might be pretty safe too. But uh, I do believe that Salt Lake City might be one of the safest metropolitan areas in the country. What about what do you think the top the top five, or let's say the top three most dangerous cities are? New York, New York, New York, no. <laughs> uh, probably, uh, well, it's where these Democratic mayors are right now, I guess. I'd put Chicago at the top of the list, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. And that, that, that woman that's a mayor of Chicago, is she an Indian or something? I don't know. She but she didn't know what she's doing. They're, that oh, city's completely gosh. out of control. Oh, it's awful. The police department's struggling. Everybody struggles in Chicago. I can't believe people live there. They must live in the suburbs. They don't live in Chicago. Well, not unless, and you can't carry a gun. So, you know. No. My no. golly, I'm going to carry one right here. So That's right. We've got All right. one. We do, buddy. We're ready. The Ed and Bob Show moving on here. Let's see. It's time to complain. Ed loves to complain. What are you going to complain about, Ed? Well, I'll tell you. I, I'm just, this is the last time I'm going to bring this up. I okay. Promise. All right. I'm but writing this, this down. Last time Ed's going to bring this up. And right. evidently, they don't believe me, but uh, I'm going to go over there and pick it if they don't do something. But these girls on Channel 6 TV News. Okay. If they've got on a dress, they've got something tied to their leg. And what? I'm sure it's, it's got something to do with their microphone, I guess. I don't know. It's a black box, and it's tied to their leg. And it's so, it's just a, surely they can come up with a better thing than just tying that thing to your leg, you know. Maybe they're on release from uh, well, some kind might, of. That's what it looks like. It, looks like it a, looks like there's some. <laughs> those little beepers me, on their ankle. I, I can't <laughs> believe it. I, I turned on and I said, good grief. Now they even got the reporters doing it. What's the deal with this? Tim I don't know. Do now I've got to ask somebody. I know it. I wish you would let me know what's going on. Because it's got to be, it's absurd. So I mean, it's, it's around so their obvious. ankle, and you think it's got something to do with the microphone or something. Yeah, it's above their ankle on their lower leg, and it's it's strapped to their leg, and it's a black box. Wow. Boy, and it's I so obvious it. on television. I mean, it's just so obvious. I can't believe they do that. Anyway, that's my complaint. Come on. Channel 6, get with it. Hey, come on, man. At least make, on, man. at least put some makeup on that thing. Yeah, cover it so up. I, so I won't see Wear it. Wear pants. Wear pants so I don't have to look at that box. My, my complaint <laughs> is, uh, oh, man, is the Internet. Oh. You ready? You ready for this? Oh, I've got an hour. Uh, why are we paying? Why are we paying for the Internet? Isn't it free? I mean, who, who owns it? Doesn't. Who owns it? Don't we all own the Internet? Aren't we yes. all just connected by computers yes. and stuff? Then why am I yes. paying Comcast yes. $300 a month? Well, well, it's a bundle package. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like I've been bundled. But even these other things are almost $100 a month. Why are we paying so much for Internet and they tell us we got to have it? you got to have that. You can't get nothing. You can't do nothing. Well, that's, that's probably true. Uh, the government will give you one if you don't have one. But the problem is, it, don't they have to go through a server? The internet, it, the internet, just having internet doesn't work by itself, does it? Well, I you don't got, know, Ed. I don't think they you, want us to know that. You got to have something to do it with. You know, you you can't just buy a computer and plug it up. You got to have a server or, or something well, they're, like that. Well, they're listen. They're whatever it is. They're charging us too much because I promise you. Somebody's making a killing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You are right. Somebody's making a yeah. killing on this, and now they're telling us we got to have fiber optic. Otherwise, your Internet sucks. <laughs> so, I, don't, I don't have fiber optic, but now if I don't have it, then I am behind the times. Well, what's 5G? Do you have to have that? The whole thing, the whole thing just makes me mad. Yeah. 
What's so. 5G? I don't get that either. I haven't really understood that either, but now I'm supposed to have that too. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. That's my complaint. So, uh, well, that's a hey, good tell one. her. I ate in that one, buddy. <laughs> tell everybody how they can listen to our show. All right. The Ed and Bob show is available at edandbob.com. You can download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app and then search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe when you find it. Alexa, in your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn. And then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll say, what do you want to hear, boys? Tell her exactly this, Ed and Bob Show. And you got wow. it. Wow, there you go. If you want to comment and you want to complain about the Internet, too, or just us, or anything, <laughs> go to edandbob.com. we got a comment section. Email us at edandbob at yahoo.com. And we'd love for you to follow us on social media, uh, at Ed and Bob KNOX on Twitter, uh, at Ed Brantley on Twitter, at Bob Thomas KNOX on Twitter, and we're on Facebook. So there you go. Um, any corrections, Ed? Anything we've left out or you want to say? No, it's, it's way past that now. We're in. We're too far down. <laughs> too far down the road? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to I got a personal shout out to Bill Pittman Sr., I have just come to find out when I was at Chilhowee Elementary School, I was on the safety patrol there, and on, in the mornings I'd be out there at the crosswalk, um, uh, you know, helping the kids cross the crosswalk, and we stopped the cars and stuff. Well, I couldn't stop a car, but the firemen uh, came up from the fire station. They would help us every morning and afternoon uh, to stop the cars and make this crosswalk safe. Well, I only find out in the, I found out in the last week or two that Bill Pittman Sr. was one of those firemen that was at that fire hall for years. And he wow. said every morning and afternoon he'd walk up there and help us at the crosswalk. And I want to mm. thank him for that. And uh, it's kind of neat to go back and find out who one of those firemen were that was so helpful to all of us young kids. So there you go. That's great. How about a business shout-out? We've been there, Pup's Barbecue and Four Way Inn. <laughs> well, that's, some, that's some good barbecue. And yeah, we, we did our show from up there, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. We sure Bless did. his heart. Craig, yeah. uh, Craig Cole has uh, fought off cancer and everything else and still making barbecue up there in Four Way Inn. Yep. Well, once you, once you make barbecue, you can't ever stop, you know what? Boy, especially yeah, when it's good. Yeah. All right, Ed, tell everybody what the next show is, then we'll get out of here. Well, the newest part of the U.S. military, the U.S. Space Force. Got nice uniforms, but what do they do? Are they is out that, there in space? Is it real? Yeah, evidently it is. Well, we're going to talk about it, it next time. Yeah. It's uh, It, it got started during that. the... Trump organ, uh, uh, organization, the Trump uh, presidency, the space force, just like the Air Force and other stuff got started. So that'll be fun. All right, Ed, I had a good time. Um, and uh, I got a feeling we're going to be talking more about Putin in the future. But uh, it was good to talk about what we did this time. And uh, uh, I appreciate all your comments and look forward to the next show. All right, buddy. You have a good day. You too. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head?